Hi, everybody. So this is really exciting. We are feeling very festive. You know, you're supposed to have the holidays all year long. And we recently had Christmas in July. And my friend Amber and I have a weakness for Hallmark original movies, particularly around Christmas. And so we thought it would be fun to have a little uh, podcast where we talk about our favorite Hallmark original Christmas movies. And uh, we can uh, we, we were able to see a bunch uh, in the Christmas in July that they just aired. Uh, so uh, do you want to introduce yourself? Say hi, Amber. Yes. Hi, I'm Amber. Some of you might recognize me from my scathing indictment of Anne with an E. <laughs> um, and I do not feel like liking Hallmark movies is a weakness for them. It is a strength. <laughs> and um, I, I mean, my DVR all year round at least has one Hallmark Christmas movie on it. And that's only because you can buy them now on DVD. So why, why waste my DVR space? But yeah. I try to watch at least one Hallmark Christmas movie a month. Nice. Yeah, I, I, I try to watch, I don't know necessarily particularly Christmas movies, but I, I watch uh, a, a couple probably a month, actually, uh, just uh, Hallmark movies, because they yeah. have one pretty much every weekend. Oh, they're, they're just like, you know what? People like these. Let's do one every day. <laughs> it's so exhausting. On Saturdays, I honestly go through the next like couple of weeks of the Hallmark channels because yeah. there's two of them now and go through on my DVR and like set them up to record whatever new show it was. I, I know. Wish you I... could just do a season recording of like yes. the new Hallmark movie. I agree. That's what I think. That you should just be able to have a Hallmark Christmas movie. Yeah. Season pass kind of a thing. I agree. And what do you think is the appeal to these these films? So I personally feel like most of the films like harken back to the golden age of Hollywood when they were just going for escapism and having like light, fun, happy experiences. You watch it, you feel great. And mm -hmm. also, you know, the movies uh, for the most part are extremely family friendly. So you can watch them with anybody and you don't have to be like, oh my gosh, I'm so embarrassed that this is going to happen in the show. So, mm -hmm. and so they're just sweet and perfect and everything wonderful yeah because there's there's lifetime which tend to be a, i think a, a, a in my opinion a step down the lifetime movie especially those like uh, uh unofficial whatever like story those are horrible yeah. or like the, the all the the lifetime like serial killer you know weird yes, movies absolutely <laughs> and so those are a lot i think on a on a on a different level but these are just yeah, there are kind of escapism. They're the kind of rom-coms that we just don't get. Uh, most of them are rom-coms that we just don't get in the theaters hardly ever anymore. They're all R-rated, kind of harsh, caustic, yeah, kind of romantic comedies. Not even necessarily about the romance of falling in love. It's just like the joy of having sex, which yeah. I'm not about. I mean, right, people, right. whatever. But like, <laughs> I don't need to watch people talk about it all day. Yeah. I'm a well, it's just, they're just, even a movie that I really like, such as Legally Blonde, I really like that movie, uh, but it's, it's just got, it's still got some of that suggestive, uh, su suggestive humor in it, and some of the, you know, tawdry moments, and uh, so this is just something more wholesome, and, uh, and I think that they are able to get, yes, they're like second tier actors, like you're not going to get your 
you know, your Brad Pitts and whatever to be in a Hallmark original movie. But like, uh, but I think that they get solid actors and the ones that work, they get good chemistry and, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're just enjoyable, enjoyable, enjoyable escapism. I agree. Yeah. I love them. And I don't even mind that like 80% of the movies have Cameron Matheson in them. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I think it's fun because there's the people that you're like, oh my gosh, I love them. And then you're like, and they're going to be in another one. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And, and uh, I, I think they're solid, decent actors, you know, that, that uh, that do a for the most part do a decent job. So this is gonna be a lot of fun. So we came up with a list of twelve. Yes, uh, that... it was gonna be ten, but I couldn't cut two of them. <laughs> so we yeah. 12, 12 movies of Christmas. It works. It was yeah. great. And my favorite Hallmark series is the Love Comes Softly series. I actually think those are like really good. I like some of these are sort of I know like aren't aren't great but i still enjoy them but like i actually think love comes softly series is really good if that makes sense no yeah i love love comes softly i own all of them on dvd and i read the books because i'm a book person um and so they're really fun they're really good but did we say that we were excluding all we did right yes we're excluding the series correct so, all right. So let's get started. We're going to go over our 12. Uh, okay. So I'll start my, and I, I, these aren't really in like a hard order, I, I guess. So these are just sort of 12 that I like, as opposed to like, I like 12 so much better. Like I like 10 so much better than 11 and 12. I know they're about right. the same in enjoyment level really for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, the first one I want to talk about is uh, called Love at the Thanksgiving Day Parade. Yes. This was 2012. And it stars Autumn Reeser and Antonio Cupo. And it's, a, the, it's about a, a consultant comes in to help with the parade in Chicago, I think it is, to run better. And, of course, the two spar at first and then fall for each other. And this type of – this is something you'll see very frequently, that you have sort of the businesswoman who's sort of forgotten about what's important Sometimes it's a businessman, but usually it's a business. Woman. Yes. It falls in definitely to the trope of grouchy person who doesn't love Christmas. And then they find the joy of Christmas and love. Yeah. In this one, though, she, uh, she's not, uh, she's a pretty likable character, I think. And, yeah. Uh, and, and then you have the, 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 the consultant the Antonio Cupo character, who's the more hardened one, I guess. And, uh, but he's charming and, and uh, yeah. funny. And uh, so basically my thoughts on this one was that I love Cupo, Cupo, or how do you say, uh, I thought they had great chemistry together. And I just thought it was a charming rom-com. Yeah, I agree. Um, it's one of, it's one of my favorites. If you looked on my list, it was around 14, 15. So it didn't quite make the cut, but it was there. Um, and I love Autumn Razor so much. She like anything she's in, I'm like, I'm watching it. Yeah. Like Amy Acker, she's one of those people for me that I'm just like, I'll watch whatever you do. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I love that this one, I'll, anyone where they have a jerk fiance or a jerk boyfriend, I'm about. I love those. 
with the jerk boyfriend yeah. guys and it's just it's a really good one so if, if you haven't yeah. seen it watch it yeah you should watch all of these some of these are a little <laughs> bit hard to find because they're not uh, on dvd uh, and so you have to try to uh try to stream them so i, I tried to watch all of them but i i, I got through about eight of them as so, i was going through our re- mutual lists I, I do know that at least every single one of these was on once during this last Christmas season. Uh-huh. So if you, even if you have to wait until December yeah. or well, uh, until October 31st or whenever they're starting this year. Right. You'll, yeah. you'll be able to, you can catch them. All right. So what's your number 12? My number 12 or the one I'm going to start with number 12 is a new one from this year. Um, I kind of thought that the, lineup this year wasn't super strong or as strong as it has been in years past Mm -hmm. um but this one i absolutely loved it was the new one and it's called love always santa um did you get a chance to watch that one this season okay no um so it is star it stars marguerite moreau i guess is how you say her name mike faola and um brady smith and basically the premise is this lady's a widower no just a widow she's just a widow she um her daughter writes to Santa and asks for a husband for her mom or for her mom to be happy. And there's this guy who's like a children's writer who's working at a place where they respond to letters to Santa from Santa, you know, pretend to be Santa and respond. Mm -hmm. So he writes a really nice, thoughtful, long handwritten cursive letter to this girl, you know, being very insightful and, you know, saying like, she doesn't need like a man to make her happy or whatever. It's really a sweet letter. And so the mom writes back and is like, thank you for your great letter. And they just sort of become like pen pals. And then he wants to meet them and he goes on like a book tour to their town so that he can like meet her. I don't know. It's really cute. It was, it was cute. It was actually like super magical, but there wasn't any like overt magic in it. I don't know. I loved it. It was really sweet. Um, It was a little bit like, okay, well, couldn't you just be like, hey, I'm me instead of being like, hey, I'm just this guy, not your Santa. (laughs) So it was, it was pretty fun. And um, you'll see through the rest of my choices that it's actually a little bit more, even though it doesn't sound like it, a little bit more grown up than the other ones that I've seen. It's a little less, like, pixie dust and more, like... Because I don't tend to be as into the, like, go to the North Pole kind of ones, you know what I mean? Like, they're super Santa-y. I I prefer the ones, like, Santa can be a a mild element, but I prefer the more... I grounded ones, I guess. As as you'll see from my... You'll you'll find out later on how I feel about Santa. (laughs) Okay, sounds good. But yeah, so that's uh, Love Always Santa, really cute, um, and it's new, so a lot of people didn't see it, but cool. it was really good. That sounds good. All right, my next one is Mrs. Miracle, and that's this was 2009, and yes. there's two, you said three, I, I believe. Well, I've there's... Seen, I've seen two of the Mrs. Miracle. Yeah, so there's Mrs. Miracle, and then whatever Miss Miracle 2 is called. I think it's just called Return of Mrs. Miracle. Something like that. <laughs> and then the third one is actually, it's not with Doris Roberts, obviously, but it's um, it's called Mr. Miracle. Oh, that's right. That's right. So it's kind of like a loose spinoff, but it's that one's pretty cute too. But yeah. you, um, It has Doris Roberts as Mrs. Miracle, Aaron Karp-Cluck, and James Vanderbeek 
in the leads and it's about a widower who gets a housekeeper that starts to change his life in this Christmas is miracle. And, uh, you know, he's, he's been grieving and he uh, can't kind of move on. And so she comes in and makes all these miracles happen. And uh, it's, it's really, I think this one works. I said, Roberts is great, great chemistry between the leads and a nice message of overcoming grief at the holidays. Yeah, it's, uh, sorry, were you going to? No, go ahead. <laughs> it's really cute. I, um, I think it's one of my first really serious, like, I'm watching a Hallmark Christmas movie movie. Yeah. It's, it's probably like my, my first love. Um, <laughs> and I love Erin Carpluck or whatever, how you say your name, the girl. Yeah, from, she's good. She's good. She's in, uh, is she in the old timey series they have now? What's it called? Um, what's that one called? When Calls the Heart or something? Yeah. Yeah, she might no, be. No, 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 that's not her. That's not her. But she might be in it, but she's not like the main girl. Um, but I really like her. She was in a Canadian show called Being Erica, which was like a little bit inappropriate, but she's really great. So, I mean, I just like, I was, in, I was primed to like this movie because it had Dawson and Erica and Doris Roberts, and I was ready to like it, and I did, and it was great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's just, it's, it, I don't know, it's pretty well executed for what it's trying to be, and I think that's what you have to kind of say with a lot of these kinds of films, is that you have to look and say, it's not trying to be, this is not an excuse and say it's not trying to be an Oscar winner, but you have to say, you have to say with any film, you have to say, what is it trying to be, and is it successful in being that and I think particularly with this one it is it's it's supposed to be a a, a movie about a, a, a charming a thoughtful uh, romantic movie as in the holidays and it succeeds in doing that and and it's a lot less manipulative than like some of the other I don't know some of the other ones dealing with you know grief like the Christmas shoes or yeah. something like that you know so and I will just come out right now and say it I did not like the Christmas Shoes movie. No, no. I hate the Christmas Shoes song. I think it's about a kid swindling people out of money. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, that's it. It's just too much. It's it's too manipulative. It it uh, yeah, it's too much for me. So, all right. So, what's your number eleven? My number eleven is going to be Snow Bride. Um, it came out in two thousand thirteen. Um, and it has. Patricia Richardson in it as like the star name that they put up first. Uh -huh. And then Jordan Belfi and Katrina Law. Um, and basically the premise of that is there's this gal who works at like a sleazy tabloid and she's sent on assignment to get the scoop on this very fancy family, the Tannen Hills. And she, in the course of it, yada, 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 has to wear her friend's bride her wedding dress because she's going to freeze to death. She gets stranded in the oh, yeah. forever. Yeah. And um, she gets found by the Tannenhill guy and she lies about who she is. And then they go to her house. And for some reason they decide that she's going to pretend to be his girlfriend. It's like <laughs> super convoluted, like layer up on layer, yeah. on layer yeah. of deception. And it's <laughs> so fun. And I love it yeah. so much. Um, <laughs> which the the fake fiance is also a common thread oh. <laughs> throughout all of these movies 
the 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 fake fiance, the fake relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are those are. I'll be perfectly honest. The ones where they have to pretend to be in love and fall in love are my favorite ones. Like it's my dream in life is to probably find some guy and be like, Hey, the holidays are rough for both of us. Why don't we pretend to be engaged? And then everyone, and then at the end of the season, we'll just, just kidding. We'll fall in love for real, get married. Like that's my secret plan. Don't tell any men. They don't need to know. Um, But so it's really fun and it, you know, it knows what it is and it nails it. There's lots of really good that one is fun. There's I funny agree. character moments, so it's good. Yeah. All right. Good choice. So my number 10 is uh, Boyfriend for Christmas. This is an old one, uh, 2004. And uh, this has Kelly Williams, Charles Durning, and Patrick Muldoon. And it's about a girl who makes a wish for a boyfriend for Christmas uh, when she's little. And as an adult, she ends up with a fellow attorney uh, that she's like sparring off with and uh, anyway so they kind of go back and forth and uh, this one's pretty by the numbers but it's charming and uh, they have good chemistry so that's you know kind of what's good about it it's a really good one also pretty high up on my list um spoiler alert i went through and ranked every single one and so the ones that were, you know, it was like, oh, anyway, so it um, is really great. And I believe it's the first one where Santa really is a meddlesome matchmaker guy. Yeah. He's pretty hands off in this one, which I like my Santa right up in everybody's business. Like, oh, my name's just Nick St. Nicholas. Yeah. Those are my favorite where Santa's like obviously like that and like he's just like the world's biggest busybody. I love that Santa. I was just I wish I could remember the the name. I was watching one today where yeah, he uh there there's this whole Christmas sleigh that he keeps having to uh that I don't know causes all this and Santa's very uh, he makes the sleigh appear at the most awkward times and just just to get these two people together yeah (laughs) it's um that was a new one and i think it was called like jingle all the way or something (laughs) Something like that yeah sleigh bells or something i don't know Uh, silver bells something with a sleigh i think i can't remember but anyway that one was not good see that came from this very (laughs) weak season last year yeah we should talk about what makes some not work what makes some but you know work because they seemingly have the same elements uh but for me the ones that don't work i think are usually uh, i don't know like i i think i can handle like one contravent or two contravences but when you just start piling it up to the point where it's just like okay now this is so stupid um but also uh you know they just don't have good chemistry sometimes yeah. they just don't and you just don't care about them and that's just like like with Snow Bride, you can have all the contrivances you want and you're just like, well, it's good sure. because all yeah. the people in it just nail it. They all like yeah. chemistry. Yeah. They're delivering their like cheesy weird lines in perfect ways. And then there's the ones where they're like, it's like they're taking it too soon. They're like, I want to win an Oscar yeah. for my performance in this movie about Sway Bells. Or there's just, yeah, there's just no chemistry. Um and the one yeah. you're talking about, I think uh, the guy in its name was David Al- Alpe. Alpe? 
whatever. Something like that, yeah, yeah. And he's later on in my list, and the chemistry in that one is, like, real. So I don't, I just, you know, it's not anything against necessarily the actors themselves, but just, like, the whole thing. And I think if they try too hard to be preachy, to, to have a message, like, you just tell the story, and, like, but if, if you're, I don't know, like, sometimes it can be a little, they can be a little heavy-handed. Yeah, absolutely. Because of the message, so. Okay, so, let's see. So, your number 10. My number 10. So, my number 10 is another one that's kind of super contrived, but kind of good, you know. Yeah. Um, and it's called One Starry Christmas, and it came out in 2014, and it stars Sarah Carter and Damon Runyon. So, um... This girl named Holly, of course her name's Holly, because their name's always something like that. Mary, Holly, Joy. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, She is, her boyfriend's kind of a jerk. (gasps) And he leaves her for Christmas, and he's going to go, like, be with his family, like his parents, not like his, like, family. Right, right. And she decides to surprise him and go visit him and his family for Christmas. And so she takes a bus because she's poor, even though her boyfriend's really rich and he could have flown her there. Anyway, and of course, there's problems with the bus and it breaks down. And the handsome cowboy, yeah, yeah, yeah. the handsome cowboy that was sitting by her is like, Well, golly, ma'am, let me just take you to be part of my family for Christmas. You can't be alone. (laughs) And they obviously fall in love and like their family, he gets along great with their family. And they end up going to New York together. And the best part of any movie is when the cowboy teaches city folk how to dance. <laughs> and this, of course, has that. Um, so yeah. it's just everything. I really enjoy yeah. that one. It's, you know, simple. Yeah, that one's a really good one. I agree. But well uh, done. Yeah. No, that one's, that one's a lot of fun. It has good chemistry. And uh, it doesn't, uh, I don't know, it it it. it it doesn't get boring like some of those road trip kind of movies can kind of those sort of things. Good choice. Okay. So my number nine is similarly contrived. I must admit (laughs) Uh, is the most wonderful time of the year. Uh, 2008. This stars the great actor, Henry Winkler, of course, and then Brooke Burns, who's in a lot of these and uh, Warren Christie. And uh, basically the Henry Winkler character is uh traveling on a plane and there end up being problems and so he invites this guy to come and stay with them and uh his he lives with his niece and uh and um her her uh, son and uh, she's very upset that uh or she's or is he visiting? I can't remember. I didn't get to rewatch this one. But uh, but anyway, so he invites this guy over, the stranger. And so she's very upset at first. And and uh, she's dating. It's one of those ones where she's dating the, the jerk, the, yeah. the, the horrible guy. You always got to date the jerk. <laughs> and yeah, it's just, it's just charming. One of those ones that's charming, good chemistry. And, uh, and Henry McClure is a lot of fun in the role. Am I remembering correctly, does Henry Winkler, like, record footage of there being storms and, like, the airport's closed, so he can't, the guy can't leave? Yeah. 
yeah, there's something like that. I recall. Yeah, that's right. Okay. He does. He does a lot of things to try to get keep that keep him because he doesn't like the the uh, the, the fiance. Yeah, just boyfriend. plop a hat on him and call him Santa Claus because yeah. everybody. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, and you definitely have the the frazzled single mother is definitely another sort of trope yes. in here that you got for sure. With the like <laughs> cool guy. Like, don't worry about life. Life will just take us okie Yeah, right. Exactly. So, yeah. So that's uh, that's a fun one. Uh, I said in my notes, I said charming cast makes the cliched story work. So. Yeah, I agree. So, what's nice. your yeah? <laughs> um. So, what is your uh number eight? Um, yeah, red eight, right? I don't know. I don't know. I don't, mine aren't. Numbers. What's your next one? I just What's your next one? Um, the next one I'm doing is Annie Claus is Coming to Town, okay. um, which is actually from 2011, but I didn't see it until this year. So it was new to me this year, which helped bring up the average of this season, but. Mm, yeah. <laughs> um, and it stars Maria Thayer, Vivica A. Fox, Sam Page, oh and Lawrence. So basically. That's a pretty good cast. It's really, it was, I was like, how have I not seen this one? It's really great. Um, so the premise is Annie is Santa's daughter, and she has to come down from the North Pole, and, like, she has to find love at the place, or she'll be forever alone or something, you know, yeah. the, way, the way Santa's relationships always work. <laughs> um and yeah. so she goes to Los Angeles and she ends up getting a job at a toy store oh, run by this guy who's obviously like hashtag perfect and like would hashtag make a great Santa heir, but whatever. But she thinks that she's in love with this other guy because an elf is like, I don't want her to be able to take over after Santa Claus leaves. I want it to be me. And he hires some actor. It's very convoluted, very, but whatever. It's so cute. Um, the girl who is Annie Claus just like nails like the sweetness of what actually Santa Claus's daughter would be. Yeah. It's really good. So if you haven't seen it, you should probably catch it on the DVR. <laughs> All right. I will. I will. I haven't seen that one. Uh, but sounds really good. And so my next choice is uh, A Crown for Christmas. And okay. this, uh, so it's my number seven. This is 2015. And it stars Danica McKellar and Rupert Perry, Penry Jones is his name. Yes. And this is basically Cinderella story, pretty much. You've got this woman that she's hired as this governess for this royal family in Europe. And uh, of course, there's the single attractive uh, king. Wait, real quick. How many European nations do they expect us to think of? <laughs> yeah, that's true. And I have to be, I have a, a love for The Beautician and the Beast with Fran Drescher. I yes. love that movie. And uh, this is kind of the similar thing, you know, it's sort of the same thing hired to be the governess, hired to be the nanny, you know, kind of a thing. And, and uh, so this isn't quite as good as that, but it's, it's similar. I just like this kind of story. And yeah. <laughs> um, and I love and, Danica. She's so great. Yeah, she's really sweet. And, and uh, they have good chemistry, which, again, is the most important thing when you're dealing with this kind of a thing. And 
kind of, I think the kids are cute. Like sometimes the kids in the, in the Hallmark movies can be a little too precocious, can be a little annoying. And like sometimes uh, they're just like, I don't want to say it, but like not good. And I'm like, did yeah. you even audition people for this? Because this yeah. kid can't even, can't even. Right. Yeah, I mean, one of the, it's not for Christmas, so I can pick it, but one I really love is the Nanny Express. And in mm-hmm. that one, they got great kid actors, I think. Very, like, I love that, the performance, particularly of the teenager in that. And yeah. uh, she's really good. And uh, I think that the kids in here are, are tolerable. They're, 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 they're good. And they're in quite a bit. So, um, it, you know, it works. And so, yeah, I, I, uh, I like it. It's a good one. Um, I just want to say, so I think one of my, like, my second favorite Christmas movie of all time. It's a Lifetime one starring mm-hmm. Danica and some guy. And it's called Love Under the Christmas Table. Oh, I've seen that one. That one's good. It's so cute. So, <laughs> I mean, like... We Lifetime have a... does have some good ones. They, they do, do have some... They do. They some... Maybe we'll have to have a follow-up series. I, I kind of partial to the 12 Men of Christmas. That one's so funny. <laughs> Lifetime I love Kristen Chenoweth, and that one is is very, very fun. <laughs> this is actually, this is going to be a good segue into my next one, because I'm a big sucker for when they just remake or pay homage or reboot or retell or retool an old story. Uh-huh. Um, of those, too. And then just, like, put it on Christmas. Mm-hmm. And also, you know how I love my European royals. <laughs> so my next one is actually Once Upon a Holiday, mm-hmm. um, which came out in 2015. Yeah. Um, and it actually came out during like the Thanksgiving spread. I remember this vividly because we were like waiting for it. Um, <laughs> so, I think they have a movie every single night the week of Thanksgiving. Correct? Yeah, they yeah. do. Yeah. Um, and so, but it was like, movie. it was like the Wednesday, not actually Thursday. Like my cousin and I were like, this is the one. Um, so it stars Paul Campbell yeah. and Brianna Evigan and her dad, Greg Evigan. Um, and so basically it's the story of Roman Holiday. Oh, nice. And so it's, you know, it's a princess and she's like, I just want to have a day. And so she runs away from her duties and she finds this guy and they fall in love and it's just like super cute. And Paul Campbell, who's the star of it, is my is my favorite Hallmark man. My favorite mm. Hall man. He uh barely like for a long time it was Andrew Walker. Mm-hmm. And uh Paul Campbell beat him. It was a yeah, tough day for me when I had to admit that. <laughs> He's good. He's really good. He's really good. Um, so it's, it's really fun and it's not necessarily like the best done one, I'm going to say, but his charisma just like carries the show. And I, you know, I was already partial to liking her cause she was from a step up movie. So, um, so yeah, it's a, it's a really good one. And, uh, it just was, you know, you were talking about 12 men of Christmas, which is pride and prejudice. Supposedly. Oh, perfect. Uh, oh, and is it kind of? I never, I never thought that. I never thought of that. It is. But, <laughs> it, <laughs> okay. Yeah. 
I can see it. I can see it. I just never, I never put that together. Um, okay, cool. Uh, that one sounds good. And, uh, and so my next one <clears throat> is, uh, is called fur crazy. And that's like the Douglas fur. <laughs> um, this 2013 and the stars Sarah Lancaster and Eric Johnson. And it's about this, again, one of those female marketing, uh, female corporate women who've lost touch and she uh anyway so she ends up having to work at her family's christmas tree lot and i think what i liked about this is that i felt like her sort of bitterness was very believable yeah <laughs> but you know like for a lot of these bitter single moms you're just like what's wrong like our worker you know with female workers you're just like what's wrong with you like shape up you know like why are you so why are you being this way and but for her it actually kind of makes sense because you know the, the, to have this christmas tree lot take up all of christmas and take up all the time of your parents and i can uh, totally understand why you would feel kind of bitter and resentful about it and yeah. so i think that sarah lancaster is great in this oh. she's one of my favorite uh of all of these performance it may be my favorite uh it's she's great i think she's just so warm and so likable and so uh just wonderful and the the guy eric johnson he he has a smaller part really it's it's more about just her sort of uh you know coming to terms with her childhood more than it is really the romance yeah and i i know i just appreciated that i think that the word this one misses is this villain that they have that's the um, owner of the department store next door is very grown worthy and yeah. so that that's the downside he's very over the top and he's very like why are you guys plugged into my power yeah. <laughs> this this eyesore christmas tree lot you know you're like bringing all these customers walking by my door uh. yeah it's like you need to be visited by three three spirits because <laughs> you're being really grumpy uh so that's like, the downside also of bad it at marketing i just like mm. yeah. yeah right and, uh, and they do try to kind of give him some warmth and explain why he is the way he is, but still, it's just a little too, too much, too much. Yeah. So, uh, but I just really love her and I, I, I like that they kind of give a believable reason for her being, being the way she is. Yeah. So that's why really I good. on there. So what about you? What's your number six? Okay. So my number six is, um, another one. This is actually another one that I hadn't seen until this year. Um, and funnily enough, I watched Annie Claus, Naughty or Nice, that's the one, and Love Always Santa, back to back to back, all in a row, same day, and I was like, this is the best Christmas day ever! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is the best day of my life! <laughs> um, so yeah, so, so Naughty or Nice, it came out in 2012, um, and it stars Hilary Burton and Matt Dallas. Um, and so the premise is, her name's Chrissy Kringle. And she always gets every Christmas mail, and it's like, ha, 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 I hate it because my name's Chris Kringle, and people always send me things, and Christmas is the worst, kind of. Mm -hmm. But through some contrivance, she ends up having to work as a elf at a, like, a department store. And, like, mm -hmm. I think there's also a, a competition in her neighborhood where, like, they have to have the best lights, but that's, like side plot you know it just takes up time anyway mm. um so she gets in the mail 
the real naughty or nice list. And the way that it actually works is it's a book and she can be like, Rachel Wagner. And it'll be like, oh, this is something Rachel Wagner is doing that's naughty. And then she'd be like, oh. So it's kind of like a blackmail book. Anyway, Ah. and she has a fiance and like, is he a jerk fiance or like a nice fiance? Who knows? (laughs) The book knows. So, um... It's actually really fun and really cute, and I just, like, loved it. Because you don't ever really see that. I think there's all, there may also be, like, a, an attempt to rob the department store, or, like, a bank through the department store. It's, like, very, like, it's got a lot of plots happening, but really fun. And she has, like, a friend at the department store who works as an elf with her. He's really funny, so mm. it's a good one. That one sounds really good. And so that sounds really fun, creative. That sounds like something that's not too uh, overdone it with the the, the Santa stuff, but just uh, kind of a clever take on it. It's like Santa adjacent. Yeah, exactly. So my next pick, my number five is November Christmas. And this one is actually a Hallmark Hall of Fame movie. So because there is a difference between a regular Hallmark movie and a Hallmark Hall of Fame movie. The biggest difference is that Hallmark Hall of Fame airs on ABC, I think. Yeah. Uh, it airs on the network. And so uh, it, they're a little bit more budget, a little bit, they tend to get better actors, things like that. And uh, and I think the Love Comes Softly or Hallmark Hall of Fame, at least the first one, uh, you have movies like um, They're Plenty Tall, that one's a Hallmark Hall of yeah. Fame, stuff like that. And uh, so... They're just slightly different, and that's why this one has such a stacked cast. It, this was 2010. It has Sam Elliott, Karen Allen, John Corbett, and Sarah Paulson. So, very good cast. And uh, the it's basically just about how this whole town kind of gathers together to create this early Christmas, Halloween, and Christmas for this little girl who's going to who has a terminal illness. And is it going to make it? So they kind of recreate these holidays for them. And uh, it's just, it's really moving and touching and a uh, great cast. Uh, and uh, so, and I liked the girl in it. She's not uh, annoying. She's like a pretty good child actor. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it, this could go Nicholas Sparks very easily, but I think it, it keeps it, uh, grounded enough it's not uh it's not trying to make you cry that much it picks those moments pretty judiciously i think Mm -hmm. and uh, so i i i really enjoy it so that's why i picked it i uh i know i've seen it i don't remember much about it because after i've seen one where it's about people dying i'm like you know what <laughs> yeah, it's definitely sad, so I can understand that for sure. <laughs> I'm not like Team Sad movie. I am. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Team Santa Claus movie. Right, I understand. <laughs> but at least it it doesn't do what, like I said, what like a Nicholas Sparks movie will do, where it feels like you're just being kind of. I don't know. There's every movie manipulates you, but there's being manipulated and there's ones where you really feel like you're being manipulated and you start to resent it. And and at least with this, I never felt that way. So, uh, so anyway, uh, so what is your uh, next one? So my next one um, is one that you would probably hate. 
Um, it's called Matchmaker Santa. Uh-huh. And it's surprisingly about a matchmaker Santa. <laughs> um, so in this premise, for some reason, Lacey Chabert's boyfriend, he's, she's going to go meet his mom or just spend the holidays with him and his mom. Yeah. And they're up at their cabin. And for whatever reason, she gets stuck in this town that's like close to the cabin, but not there. And there's some guy that she like is stuck with. I've seen this one. Yeah, it's yeah. really good. Oh, sorry, I forgot yeah, to say yeah. who it was. And it's Lacey Chabert, Florence Henderson, John Ratzenberg, and then Adam Mayfield is yeah. is the guy she's stuck in the town with. And I just really enjoy it because it's like pretty fun, and it's it's you know one of the it's a classic. You know, Santa's a meddler and whatever. But the thing that I like about this, which is her boyfriend's not a jerk, that start out with, but they're just not right for each other. And of course, good old Santa comes in there with his wily ways, and he uh, tricks uh, tricks them into falling in love with other people, the people they're meant to be with. So not only does Santa make one couple, Santa makes two couples in Matchmaker Santa. Oh, nice. <laughs> Can't go wrong with that. And that is a really good cast. I like Lisa Chabert. She is wonderful in these movies. Uh, she she really has sort of found her niche, I think. Yeah, um, and yeah, I can't remember films. the guy who's in this one who is the Santa, um, but he's the world's best Santa. Like, he might actually be Santa. <laughs> if he yeah. wasn't in other stuff when he was younger, I would say for sure they got the real Santa. Yeah. Plus, yeah. she bakes in this one, so, you know, that's an nice. important staple of a Christmas movie. <laughs> very good all right so my number four is the christmas card another sad one yeah. uh, <laughs> 2006 this is john newton ed asner alice evans and it's about this soldier who gets this christmas card from a fellow soldier who then dies the, the soldier fellow soldier dies and so but the, he keeps this christmas card his friend keeps the christmas card and it just encourages him. It helps him get him through these horrible experiences of this war. And so he goes to see the widow of this friend, the soldier. And uh, it turns out, you know, she's the one that wrote the card. And uh, and it just, it, it, he doesn't want to admit that that he knew. He tells her that he pretends like he's just some stranger. He doesn't want to tell her that he, he knew her husband. And so, is it her uh, husband? Um, I thought it was. Or maybe it was a boyfriend. Maybe it was a fiance. I can't remember. And I, I'm thinking. Oh, I'm. Get, I thought it was a is, widow. I've seen uh, this movie like once, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure I'm getting it mixed up with the Nicholas Sparks book, Dear John. Oh yeah. So I'm. I'm not. I'm not a. Don't listen to me. Yeah. Well, anyway, yeah, it's her husband, I'm pretty sure. And uh, and uh, she also has the fiancé who's the jerk. And uh, you've got some nice moments between uh, John Newton and Ed Asner. And Ed Asner's really good in it as her father. And it just has a nice heart, has good performances. It's pretty well made. The The liar reveal is, is pretty groan-worthy. Like, you know, you're waiting all movie for him to admit that he knew 
and it's just like just ha- this shouldn't be a thing like it's this construct that's created for the story that like any normal person would admit who they are like and but you got to stretch it out to make the to make the plot uh, yeah. and uh, to make her angry and how could you how could you lie to me and whatever and so that's kind of lame but uh it's still uh it's still in a in a an enjoyable uh christmas you know one of the enjoyable sad ones i guess it does have a happy ending too so yeah but you know i'm just like mm. <laughs> yeah the war the this, war this water's too deep for me <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> all right what's your number four okay so my is it four i think that's where we're at that's where i'm at on my list well i think i well i have five left so all right anyway, um so the one that i'm going to tell you about right now is a very merry mix-up uh which came out in 2013 starring alicia witt and mark weeb um, so the premise of this one is she has a boyfriend slash fiance who's a jerk. <laughs> um, and she is going to meet his family. Um, but he's like, oh, you go on ahead, babe. I'm just going to finish up some stuff for work and I'll come down. So she goes and whatever, her phone gets broken and she's like, oh, I don't know where I'm going. And this guy that was like with her on the plane is like oh where are you trying to go i'm from here this is a pretty small town and she's like oh i'm supposed to meet my fiance's family when he's like what's his name he's like will mitchum and he's like what my brother billy mitchum and she's like he didn't tell me he had a brother oh (laughs) and his family and she's just like they get and they like get in a car accident and they have concussions but like so they just have to stay up all night and they're goofy. That's basically the premise of them having concussion. But anyway, so <laughs> she, they, it's just like really fun and cute. And for the most part, I don't really like Alicia Witt. Mm-hmm. She's in a lot of these. She's in a lot of them too, I know. Mm-hmm. But um, this one, I really, I just, I love this one. She's fun in this. I think that's part of the, I think I don't like when she talks quiet. I don't like the way her voice does. Anyway. Yeah. She has a kind of a mannered way of speaking. I can, I can understand what you mean. But in this one where she's just, she's just pretty much up the whole time. So it's really fun and it's like really sweet. It's so Mm -hmm. good. I've seen this one. This one's really, it is really cute. It's one of those uh, sort of stranded and uh, there's a lot that are sort of, you're, you're sort of stranded in a small town city girl you know kind of a thing and but this one and this one has like the added element of like confused identity yeah and the brother and everything that that sounds good um i think i went twice in a row i think that's where we messed up i think i went right from november christmas to christmas card um anyway so you wanted to do a sec your second one okay um so well so right now i have i have four left but i can go again i don't care yeah go again um so i'm gonna say for my next one I'm going to do Ice Sculpture Christmas, um, which stars Rachel Boston and David Alpay and Brenda Strong. It's from 2015. Um, And basically the premise is this girl, she wants to be a chef and she gets a job at this uh, country club, I guess. And 
Contrivance, contrivance, contrivance. She and this guy, this guy enters her into a eye sculpting contest and she's like, well, you have to be my partner. And like, they just fall in love. And there's like a side plot where there's like a naughty girl who's like, that's what we call them, the bad girls. She's like a naughty girl who's trying to like make sure that Rachel doesn't, Rachel Boston doesn't get the job, whatever. And I don't even know, like, what the hindrance to their relationship is at the end. There's Because, you know, there's always, like, 20 minutes left. There's, like, oh, we can't be together. I don't even know what it is because it just kind of, like, doesn't make any sense. It's just there because it's, like, a plot beat they have to have. But it's so good. And the reason why it's so good is because I honestly believe that David Alpe was really in love with Rachel Boston. And it's it's really good. Yeah. They're just yeah. like in love. <laughs> Which one is that one called again? Ice Sculpture Christmas. Ice Sculpture Christmas. Yeah, I'm glad you picked that one because I, I, I couldn't, there weren't that many about chefs at Christmas. That's one. But uh, during the regular year, there's like tons that are about cooking and, and chefs and baking or whatever, some kind of food element yeah there's very common i don't know who the writers are for hallmark movies but they are like they need to be fed they are foodies <laughs> for sure <laughs> yeah so that one's very good very good uh all right cool all right so my third one uh is i went back and forth between these three uh, like i said i like all of these about the same but i really do like these three the best um but i picked it's christmas carol Yes. Uh, that's It's Christmas, comma, Carol. And it's 2012, Emmanuel Vagir, I guess, and Carrie Fisher. And I love Christmas Carol. I'm like in, kind of obsessed with it. And I, I even on my blog, I, I did a Scrooge month one year back in 2014, where I watched, I think, like 30... 30 something versions i even watched the smurfs i watched everything and there are several great made for tv um movie uh, in this vein because there's yeah. there's there's like this patrick stewart one is traditional and is wonderful but um the uh but as far as like these sort of these more creative takes there's one with uh for, i think for lifetime that was tori spelling that is so good and there's the one Carol christmas no, uh, or is that what it's called? Carol Christmas. I can't remember, but anyway, it's fabulous. You got to look at Tori Spelling, Christmas Carol. It's so good. And then, uh, and then also there's one called the Divas Christmas that was on page one. And it's one. the heart of Christmas that's so easy to find. <laughs> okay. Girls will, goodwill takes over the whole of mankind. <laughs> that's my favorite song about Christmas and you cannot download it. It does uh, not. Sad. Yeah, it's so good. The way they do the ghosts in that one are, is so clever and so funny. And I really like the, uh, I think it's the, it's the, the ghost of future is like a behind the music kind of yeah. thing. Like that's so clever. Anyway, but that's those. So this one uh, is also a lot of fun. Uh, it, uh, it's, they kind of make it, they don't really do the traditional ghosts and I'm not a Christmas Carol traditionalist. Like I, I'm fine with different takes and different styles and whatever. And, uh, and so Carrie Fisher, who I love, of course, uh, is plays the boss of the, plays the former boss of the Emmanuel, uh, Magier character who, uh, had kind of started out really loving, uh, loving to read. 
that's how she got into publishing and Carrie Fisher character, I think her name is Eve was her boss. And Eve was of course really nice and really, uh, you know, but got him into debt and problems and, and the, the uh, manual character, she grew up with this single mom and things were always really, really hard. And they, they, and so what they do, they don't really have the ghosts. They just have Carrie Fisher like taking her through all of these different time periods. Mm-hmm. And I, I think she's really, really funny. I think it's actually pretty well written. Uh, there's even a jab at Star Wars at one point. There's a, uh, the, I like it at one point. She says uh, that, that, that she feels sorry for Scrooge and that everybody turned, everybody bullied him into being a sentimental fool. It's <laughs> really good. I never heard that in all those versions. Never heard somebody that liked Scrooge and that's sort of self-aware of the story of Christmas Carol itself within the events happening. It's sort of like um, Scrooge with Bill Murray in that way. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so anyway, I just, I really like Carrie Fisher in this. I think mean, she's really fun. And, uh, and the, the, the chemistry isn't quite there between the, the uh, old flame and her, but I don't know. I just like Carrie Fisher so much. And, and also I really like uh, the uh, Carson Cressley, I think is his name. Uh-huh. Uh, and, and uh, two other, the other people they decide at her office are really funny and they decide that they're going to start their own uh, publishing company. And it's like, Viva la Revolution, you know, <laughs> they're, they're really fun. So I, 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 I enjoy it. Okay. Well, you can't go wrong with Carrie Fisher. Right. You just can't. Nope. <laughs> or Christmas Carol. Like you've said everything yeah. to be said, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> All right. So what's your number three? My number three. Um, so my number three is, uh, it's Window Wonderland. Um, and this came out in 2014 and it stars um, Naomi Judd is in it. And then I don't know how you say her name. Kyler Lee, I'm assuming. And then Paul Campbell and Cameron Matheson. So it's like Cameron Matheson. Um, (laughs) You know, so it's just like everything. (laughs) Um, And in this, the premise is there is a lady who was like the main window dresser for whatever the department store they work at. And she left and quit and went somewhere else. And so now there's a spot and these two people... Um, Paul Campbell and Kyler Lee fight over who gets to be the replacement window dresser, like designer, creative person. Um, anyway, and like he's all like loosey goosey, and he's like, "This is just like a fun job," and I'm an artist, and she's like, "This is my job. This is what I'm going to do. I'm good at plans and stuff like that." Um, and it's just like really simple premise. There's not too many like. Oh, ah, oh, ah, look at this thing that's going to keep us together. And they, their chemistry is just great. Paul Campbell could have amazing chemistry with a tree. I'm sure of it. He's so amazing. Anyway, um, and uh, they also do my favorite thing that ever happens in any sort of movie, which is where they get trapped in a department store. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Because it's just the, like, that's my yeah. dream is to like have a fake fiance who falls in love with me and we get trapped <laughs> in a department store. <laughs> yeah, 
that's so funny. Yeah, dude. That's like, what's that movie from the 80s? Mannequin? Mannequin! Yes! <laughs> I really like that. It's, it's, like, it's like Mannequin. It's like if Mannequin yeah. became a Hallmark movie about Christmas. That's the dream and, right and there. No they're, like, they're just people the whole time. Right, right. Yeah, no, that one is fun. I've seen that one, and uh, it is it is very enjoyable. I also really like that she has short hair, because nobody else has short hair in any of these movies. Yeah, that's a good point. I thought I mean, of that. None of the main leads. Yeah. She's, you know, so she's got a little bit of a different look. Yeah, you're right. You're right. All right. So my number two is uh, A Family for Christmas. And it's 2015. This stars Lacey Chabert, our friend. And uh, Tyrone Lightso is the name. And, yes. uh, and this is basically a take on The Family Man, the Nicolas Cage movie, uh, that it's this career girl who... Uh, decided to uh, leave her boyfriend for this dream job when she was in college or whatever. And uh, she gets this kind of, it's a wonderful life kind of family man kind of thing where all of a sudden she wakes up and she is in, it's as if she had decided not to leave the boyfriend had stayed with him and he ends up with two kids. And uh, I, I really like the, 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 I really like both the leads. I really like the kids in this. I, I, I'm a sucker for like trading places, uh, trading bodies, this yeah. kind of alternate dimension kind of stories. I just, I really like time travel movies. I, I just like that kind of element to a story a lot. And, uh, and so I, I really do like family man with Nicholas Cage very much. And I also like this family for Christmas. Yeah. It's really cute. Um, Tyrone Lightso is one of my all time loves. Uh, he was really in good. he was in Wonder Falls that TV show. Did you ever mm -hmm. see? It was only on for one season. It's like I never did. Mm -hmm. Super good. The same guy who did Pushing Daisies. Um, okay. Anyway, so I love him, and he's been in a cup that he's in Being Erica, the Canadian show, and you would like that, that because yeah. it's about a gal who travels back into her own life and like tries to correct the mistakes that made her life terrible or something. It's really interesting. Oh, that sounds good. Um. Anyway, so. I've been waiting for Tyrone Lightso to be in a Hallmark movie that's good because he's been in a couple that were just like, mm, not good. no, thank you. And then he was in this one and I was like, yes, we did it. <laughs> Congratulations. I'm so happy yeah. for us. So it's yeah. a really good one. I agree with you. It's uh, it fires on all the cylinders. I like the part where she like has to pick out the marshmallows from the cereal or something. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true from the kids, yeah. And I'm like, mm, I would not stand for that nonsense. You're eating it, or you pick Agreed. it out, but. <laughs> yeah, I guess they're trying to show, like, their sort of pattern to their life, and, you know, she's not not aware yeah. of that, obviously. I know, but, but I was just but, like, but, yeah. mm, not it's flying definitely in our house. Agreed. <laughs> it's definitely very diva, very diva moment, for sure. I was like, uh, you, you get back in the third grade, young lady. And you Plus those kids, the, the kids are like, you have to make all the cookies and you have to, uh, you know, like, I don't know, they're very demanding, these children. Yeah. It was like, when you have this family in the real future, like, ease back a little. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> and, but it's really good. I love that yeah. one. I agree. So, uh, what's your number two? My number two is called A Bride for Christmas. Are you familiar yeah. with this? Yep, this one's good. real good. Um, it's from 2012, and it stars Ariel Kebble and Andrew W. Walker. 
my former number one Hallmark man. Um, and he's it's like, sometimes he wins. It's, it's really yeah, tough. Yeah, yeah. Between Paul Campbell and Andrew Walker. Um, anyway, so it's about this girl who is a perennial runaway bride. Like she has been engaged and not married three times. Um, and the last time she made it all the way to like walking down the aisle and she just like, nope, ran away. Yeah. Um, and she's like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna date anyone. I'm not falling in love with anyone. I'm done because I'm a disaster. And Andrew Walker's friends are like, I bet you, you, you couldn't get a girl to marry you even if you wanted. And he was like, uh, I totally could. Look at me. And he, they make a bet that he will be able to convince a girl to marry him by Christmas. Yeah. So, and it's just, like, really fun. They have really great chemistry, as evidenced by the fact that they have a second movie with them in it together, um, where they fall in love. And that one's called Bridal Wave. Check it out. And it's just, like, really cute and really fun. And it doesn't seem actually, like, too contrived. I mean, like, you would be, you would be mad it's if you found that out, too, so. It's similar to, like, how to, how to lose a guy in 10 days, or, or she's, she's all that, or something like that. Now she's all that, you're right. You know, just one of those I mean, contrived bet. bet situations, but they do a great job. It's really fun, and I love it. Yeah, it's a cute one. I agree. All right, so we are at our number one. This is very exciting. So, ah! <laughs> so my number one is called Trading Christmas, and this is from 2011, and this has a great cast, Faith Ford, Tom Cavanaugh, Gabriel Miller, and Gil Bellows is his name, and it's basically, it's a pretty simple story. It's just about these uh, two groups. Of, it's basically the Faith Ford character and the Tom Cavanaugh character end up switching places, switching not switching like body switching places, but <laughs> switching houses for Christmas because they're like frustrated. And Faith uh, Ford's character, her daughter, is going off to college and is is not going to be there for Christmas. She's feeling sad. And the Tom Cavanaugh character is like has writer's block. And then uh, the uh, so then Gabrielle Miller ends up meeting is like I think the sister of Faith. I think, I think she was her sister or just her, yeah, or her friend or something like that. Anyway, ends up going over there, ends up meeting him. And, you know, so they have sort of their relationship that sort of develops. And he's sort of the, the cranky author, the cranky writer. Yeah. And, uh, and then Faith Ford ends up meeting. Uh, there's, I think the fire alarm goes off or something. Something happens. She ends up meeting uh, Gil this, this guy played by Gil Bells that uh, uh, is kind of a, a, a wounded man in a way, sort of. As, and uh, they, they, I think the dialogue is actually really good. And I like having sort of more mature relationships, a more, more mature, uh, this is not about your sort of young ingenue kind of story. Yeah. Um, and I, I really think especially the Faith Ford and Gil Bells have such great chemistry. Like it is palpable. Uh, in their scenes together, I think. And, uh, <laughs> uh, and I don't know. I just, I think that they get to some nice, nice moments re- between as they're talking about their lives and their dreams and, you know, what has happened in their lives and their kids and all of that. And uh, uh, it, it's just, it's just a really pleasant holiday Christmas movie. 
It's so good. It really, it's amazing. I, I feel like when we were exchanging our lists, I was like, yes, that's on your list. Good. Because I'm pretty sure this was number 13 on my list. And yeah. like the only reason why it was just lower is just because when I was like randomly assigning numbers based on feeling, it was like half a decimal point lower than the other ones. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's so good. Um, I believe it's my mom's favorite. Like anytime it's on, she's like, oh, we're going to watch this one. And I'm like, mom, it's already recorded. And she's like, well, just watch it. Okay. Just watch it live. Yeah. Like, okay. I mean, we can skip commercials if we watch the recorder one. But anyway, so it's so good. Um, Tom Cavanaugh. I real. I. Uh, that's funny that you love the Gil Bellows Faith Ford part because I am like I love the Tom Cavanaugh side of the story. I'm just like, Ooh. it's good too. It's good too. Uh, it, it's just a little bit more unusual, I think, to have sort of a more mature kind of romance. And I, I, I. So I guess maybe I appreciate that a little bit more. Uh, whereas the the Tom Cavanaugh part is a little more conventional, but I, I it's really well executed. They're great in it, and they have great chemistry too. And yeah. uh, and and it's you actually do like believe these people are like it, it feels believable that so and so could come over to the house and they could meet and and they could you know it's sort of similar to I guess the holiday. Yeah. But I I actually I don't know I I I would say I if I like this as much it. I probably do as, as the holiday. It's um, really good. And yeah. I would like, if this was like the sequel to the holiday, I would be like, about it. <laughs> yeah. And it's just itself. And I'm still about it. It's right. Weird. Yeah, exactly. So, all right. So what's your number one? What's your top? My number one should be obvious to anyone who's watched <laughs> Hallmark movies, because it is by far the best Hallmark <laughs> Christmas movie of all time. That is, of course, The Nine Lives of Christmas. Ah! Um, it's got everything you could possibly want. Handsome firemen, kittens, Brandon Routh. Um, what else? What else do you need? Nothing. Um, so basically the premise is um, she's a veterinarian student who works at like a pet store. And he is a handsome fireman who finds a cat. And because he finds this cat and he ends up taking care of it. He ends up talking to her and she's teaching him how to take care of cats. And he, blah, yada, yada, yada. Well, and he's like this like confirmed bachelor. Like he's not interested in well, women. Like, well, no, he's like a playboy. He has like a kind of girlfriend who's played by the naughty girl who is like dad owns the pet store where the girl works. <laughs> she gets her fired and she's like, oh, you're fired. And then she, he goes over yeah. to talk to her and like, She's not supposed to have a cat in her apartment and he like gets her kicked out of her house. Like he just ruins her life. And he's like, you know what? You can come stay at this house that I'm fixing up. And I, they just, she's like helpful. And they like have cute scenes where they're like painting and she's being helpful. And it's so great yeah. watching him. Well, I love him just, so much, but I'm afraid of being a mom. <laughs> but he just makes a big deal about the fact like he doesn't want to be tied down. Yeah. He's not interested in, in, uh, in uh, getting married, you know, kind of a thing. Yeah. So I, I agree. That one's a really fun one. It's interesting because like that we have completely different lists. I mean, I think that probably goes to show how many of these movies there are, first of all. And, uh, and you know, just I think how many genuinely entertaining ones there are as well. Yeah. And I'm serious. If you have not seen The Nine Lives of Christmas. Yeah. It's because I just need to talk about, I didn't even say her name. So it has, um, 
It was made in 2014. It has Brandon Routh, Kimberly Sestad, and Gregory Harrison, who's the fire chief in this one. Um, and she is so good. I wish that she was in more movies, um, like regular movies, Hallmark movies, or whatever. And the, the thing that really sets this movie apart, I think, is her, com her comedic timing. Because she's able to do things that, like, most other characters couldn't just pull off. Mm -hmm. Or they could pull off, but, like, she just shines. She's able to be funny, and, like, when she needs to be sad and vulnerable, you don't feel like it's, like, well, why would you even be sad in this situation? You just don't, I'm just, like, I am with her 100% of the way. I, like, um, she's just, like, the most relatable person on the earth. Yeah, and she's beautiful. So She's beautiful. one of the prettiest of, of the, uh, of the leading ladies, I would say. She's got a, a just a unique look to her. She's really pretty. Yeah, it's like, so. I, I don't understand how she's not in, like, real, uh, not that these aren't real movies, but, like. I, I got you. Like, I, she, she's she's incredible to me. Yeah. Yeah, so. she's really good. That's a good pick for your number one. So Thank you. There you go. So we have our, you want to go over? Just go over your whole list real quick. I'll go over mine first. Okay. So I have, um, mine aren't in a real order, so I'm just going to say my list. Does that matter? Yeah, that's fine. Uh, so I'll go over mine. I have uh, Love of the Thanksgiving Day Parade, uh, Mrs. Miracle, A Boyfriend for Christmas, and The Nas the National Treat. I didn't talk about that. How the did National I not talk Treat? About that? You skipped it. That's why I we got messed it. up. Yeah, I'm sorry. Boy, okay. So, yeah. So... <laughs> Maxies. So the National Tree is on my list. <laughs> oh well. Um, so the National Tree. It's it, this one is cool. It, it, this was 2009. Andrew McCarthy and Evan Williams. And the nice thing about this is that it's not a romance. It's a father son story about uh, they have this tree that's going to be the White House Christmas tree, and they go on this road trip to take the tree. And it's just about their relationship and uh, um, you know a nice story uh and uh so anyway <laughs> that's funny that i forgot to talk about that uh so yeah there's not that many that aren't just full out rom-coms yeah well so. i'm about it i'm like rom-com all the way <laughs> sounds good okay so yeah so then i have uh the most wonderful time of the year a crown for christmas uh fur crazy uh november christmas christmas card uh it's christmas carol uh, family for Christmas and trading Christmas. Okay. And then my list in reverse chronological order. <laughs> that's how it's sorted. And I don't remember what I did. Yeah. Um, is Love Always Santa, Once Upon a Holiday, Ice Sculpture Christmas, Window Wonderland, super good, A Very Merry Mix-Up, Snow Bride, A Bride for Christmas, Naughty or Nice, Matchmaker Santa, Annie Claus is coming to town, and The Great, The Nine Lives of Christmas, which wasn't in chronological order, but, like, it was in its own separate list, because it's <laughs> Yeah, I don't blame you, I don't blame you. All right, great. Well, if any of you watching, if you've seen any of these, if you have comments on any of these, if you have your own list, please share in the comments section. We'd love to hear, and we'd love to know. And uh, so, yeah, we're looking forward to the upcoming season, and we're still sort of formulating what we're going to do as far as podcasting but uh you know we'll uh, we'll we'll let you know and uh and let us know what you'd like what you'd like us to do whether it's once a week or whether it's uh, how, how we're going to do it so anyway let us know what your interest is and uh and uh, 
where can people find you? People can find me. Um, I'm on Twitter. I'm starting to become a little bit more active on Twitter, but right now it's mostly just like hashtag big brother. So, um, but you can find me on Twitter at Amber Brainwaves and that's basically it. Yeah, cool. You can find me at Smiling LDS Girl on social media and uh, Rachel's Reviews here on YouTube. And then I have blog, 54DisneyReviews.com. And tomorrow I am doing a podcast with my friend Mike at Cartoon Karma. And we are going to be talking about the, the Studio Ghibli anime film called Kiki's Delivery Service. So that will be really fun to talk about. So something to look forward to. And uh, thanks so much for joining me. This was really fun. Something different. So it, was, it was a breath of fresh air I'm, to watch some of these movies this week. And uh, just, I don't know. It was just something I needed to feel not so, uh, 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 just to have that Christmas spirit for a week was nice. Absolutely. <laughs> That's why I watch one every month because I'm like, yeah. you know what? It just makes me want to like give to people who are bringing bells and it makes me want to, Buy presents for people and be nice and happy. So, yes, keep the spirit of Christmas all year round. Watch all the homework movies. (laughs) All right, sounds good. Well, thanks. And and again, let us know what you think and what you would like us to cover this coming holiday season. And, uh, And we will talk again soon. Bye.